Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> Can I still be excited about 50 Cent being my opening song after he came out of the ceiling? Yeah, you, you told us, man. I'm just saying, though, like, <laughs> I'm, try, I'm still conflicted as to if I thought he was in just better shape as an older 50 Cent or, oh, or he was just real hungry when he came out of that ceiling the first time and he, he could just never match that ever. It's like that sequel that went horribly wrong. You know J- what I mean? Jason Whitlock calling him 250 Cent just made me laugh when I saw it. It's so mean, I man. Mean, there was a lot of sense oh, in that man. 50 Cent. That, that is for certain. Just uh, unbelievable. That's the homie, though. I, I bang with 50, though. Uh, it's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, Lamar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app, and you can listen to us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates wherever you are. We'll take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific here on Fox Sports Radio. So we uh, started the show talking about the uh, speculation about Sean McVay's future. Uh, Now all of a sudden it's not as uh, set in stone based on some comments where he said, you know, we'll see what uh, what happens moving forward. Uh, One thing that we do know based on a report that came out yesterday was, uh, and we had talked about this, it seemed like it was going to head this direction. um, And uh, unfortunately, uh, it did come out uh, that uh, Odell Beckham Jr. torn ACL in the Super Bowl. It's the same knee uh, that he suffered the same injury on back in October 2020 when he was with the Cleveland Browns. So you guys know a hell of a lot more about uh, injury recovery times and all this stuff. Uh, I mean, how's this impact who he is as a player now that he's done it twice on the same knee uh, in a matter of less than two years? It's not. It, it, it's Ooh. it's a it's a recoverable. Ooh. It's not a season. It's not a. It's not a career-ending injury anymore. But what it is is, I, I think what you start to realize once you get up there in age and you're dealing with surgeries, the recovery of of surgeries, people generally will never understand how grueling a task it is to rehab yourself. From, from a major surgery, that becomes the reason why guys start to question, do they want to continue to do it? You get yourself back into to condition, you get yourself back strong, and it's such a long, hard process to do. It's like, do I want to risk, like that That memory goes into your mind, right? What that felt like when, when you pop your, your ACL, or you pop, like I pop my, my Achilles tendon, I still remember it like it was yesterday how that felt and and you just never forget it. You never forget it. And I think that those who continue to play are guys that can kind of compartmentalize that whole thing and and move on from it and get through the rehab, but a lot of times I mean, yeah, he'll lose a step, maybe. Maybe he doesn't, but I think it's more the mental emotional aspect of it. Boy, what, what, Q? No, I'm with you on that because it was non-contact. 
You know, when I had my Liz Frank injury, I I remember, I mean, a a guy landed on my foot the wrong way. And so it wasn't something where I was questioning myself, hey, my, my body didn't work the way it's supposed to. Or, or it broke down or it faltered or there's something in my training regimen that didn't work. Yeah. A dude just landed on my foot the wrong way. You know, it tore a ligament, broke a bone. Like, it, it just – that's how it happened, right? It's different when you have a non-contact injury. And I remember talking to Jordy Nelson about it when he tore his ACL because his was non-contact. And it's like, you're going, wait a second. What happened? Like, what did I do wrong? And that's where that, – that's the mental – leap he's going to have to make to overcome this because it is the second time now this has happened in that knee and so it's not just hey I'm running a shallow cross route balls poor ball thrown behind me I try to adjust pop you know my 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 ACL tears it's not just that it's like anytime he's running and cutting anytime he stops to make an adjustment like I almost wonder moving forward if he'll second guess trying to make a play on a football that's an inaccurate pass because of this um, so that's the mental hurdle. I think there's a big physical one here, too. You're talking about an athlete who's now 30 years old. who will be 30 this year in November. Um, he's a player that I think has already, as far as just overall speed and separation, and this might not be due to the initial ACL injury, but he, he's lost a bit of a step. He's not as explosive as he once was when he first came to the league in New York. That happens. That happens with age. That happens to most wide receivers around that age of, of 30 years old. So there's that physical hurdle, too, I think, of the same knee, rehabbing it back, getting it up to strength, trying to you know see if you still have that same speed. And I, and I think it's going to be a lot more difficult than most realize. And the last thing is the recovery. We used to look at ACLs and we say, well, they can make it back in six months. You talk to doctors now, and depending on the severity of the tear and what else potentially other than the ACL was torn, they're cautioning people now 10 months, sometimes 12, depending on the sport and everything else, because they know how much more susceptible they are to tearing it again, especially if they come back too soon. So I I worry for him in every capacity. You know, the, the mental state of it, getting over that hurdle of how do I know it's not going to be a third time? You know, the physical state and how fast he can get back and when he's going to come back and what that means for his career. Because it's so late, you know, because it'll be so late in the year before he could come back, it, it's almost like 2022 is going to be kind of be a throwaway season. And, and so I, I worry about, you know, where this kind of puts him now because he's gotten a Super Bowl. He's made a lot of money. He's made a lot of money off of the field. He's one of those personalities and figures that can. I'm not saying he's going to retire from this, but I think it's going to be really hard to have high expectations for him in 2022 given the timing of all this. I also heard uh, when Julian Edelman tore his uh, ACL, there was a thought that he was never really the same, that, that he well, had issues with that moving forward. And, and he got popped. Yeah, People tend to forget yeah. he got popped for PEDs coming off of that. And that's another thing is this is that right you know, kind of prime age where you start getting tested more. Guys start trying to do all they can to get back as soon as possible. And so I'm not saying he's going to be one of those guys to do that, but people tend to forget. Like, he got popped. I don't even think he appealed it. I think he just rolled with it. Yeah, I wouldn't I mean, even be mad at that. Like, honestly, there, I I'm never, not either, man. I, what if it's I recovery, know, what's the bro, problem? What I know now, I never did any of that 
stuff never ever but what i know now man what i know now and and like some of the things that i've heard like different guys that have done it man and in terms of and listen if you're using it to to heal why why is that totally agree why why should that be an issue totally agree if you if you get off it when you come back what's the problem if it helps you heal faster and it's and it's healthy what's the problem i used to listen to just marvin gay when i was banged up you know a little marvin gay a little little healing you know you know what i'm talking about oh for real so does coach mcveigh I am his biggest fan today. <laughs> I am his you biggest are. fan. That's all it took. Today. That's a hell of That's a all it took, huh? I mean, you man. can tell a lot about a man and the decisions that yeah. he makes in his life. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. A hell of a screensaver there. Uh, <laughs> it's um, uh, two bros and a cup of joe. Different type of healing going on. Um, yeah, I mean, it's Marvin Gaye's healing. <laughs> That's right, baby. Right. So, power of love. That's considered to be a PED, too. <laughs> so on, on the subject <laughs> on the subject of uh, – of Odell Beckham Jr. and his injury. Can I just, I would like to defend the Cleveland Browns because I, I saw a lot of this stuff out there that, you know, Odell Beckham, you know, scores a touchdown in the Super Bowl. He looks really good early on. He and, did look good. But I kept seeing people, and they were doing this throughout the course of the playoffs. Every time he made a play, uh, see, tried to tell you it wasn't the Cleveland Browns, tried to tell you it wasn't the Cleveland Browns. Like, I think people are forgetting a big part of the story in Cleveland was his health. Like, this is now yeah. multiple times in his career where this has popped up. So point. this notion that it's that it was Cleveland and it was the environment and it was Baker Mayfield and blah. Man, Jarvis Landry's had a hell of a run in Cleveland, last I checked. Baker Mayfield and, and you know uh, took that team to the playoffs a year ago. And Odell Beckham, at the time that he left, was leading the team in targets. So it just feels like people are using this as an avenue to now attack the Browns because it's an easy Whoa. pull. It's low-hanging fruit. Now, granted, you know, Baker Mayfield um, only put in 14 games this season, but it's a completely different scheme. I mean, when you look at the stats of Matt Stafford, let's just say in the regular season, right? Because Cleveland didn't make it to the postseason. But in, in, in what, 17 games, Stafford throws the football 600 times. Jesus. Baker Mayfield only threw the football 418 times this year. Again, <laughs> missed a few games, but based on their pace, there's probably going to be a difference of about at least 100 attempts given how, how little Cleveland would throw the football. So, you know, look, it's, it's two different schemes. It was going to be hard for Odell Beckham to match the type of productivity he had with the Giants purely because the fact they're just not going to throw the football as much. That's not what he does. And so now you're seeing that in L.A. Um, and, and, you know, look, again, to your point, he was banged up. Baker was banged up. There's, there's a lot of moving parts to all of it. What, what do we think? Uh, say Odell Beckham returns from injury. I mean, his days as being a number one receiver are over, right? He hasn't been a number one receiver for a while. Yeah. Well, I would, I would, well, he was in Cleveland. It's just, again, it, it didn't, it didn't pan out that way. Yeah. And, and it turned out to be Jarvis that was the number one guy. And, 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 and Donovan Peoples and Jones I was about to better say, than and him you could, at times. You could make discussion point. That's I, your word. I, I didn't say that. I, I, I mean, nope. you can nope. you can make it a discussion nope. point, nope. but nope. Nope. I will say Jarvis was the number one guy during that that time that they ran for for the playoffs and and maybe even the year before. Right? Is the year before they they were together for a year and then they made the playoff run the year after. Correct? Yeah. 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 I just I, I don't I don't think that and for what it's worth I don't know that we need to judge Odell off of being a number one receiver I think you judge Odell off of what he can bring to the table as as a player at this point 
and whatever that is, that was going to be a difference in that Super Bowl game. It was a difference in that Super Bowl game early on. And, and so to me, I, I think that it, if he decides to, to to take on this this challenge to come back, because be clear, he's he has probably branded himself. No one outside of Deion Sanders has branded themselves as well as Odell Beckham Jr. That, has. that catch made his career. I mean, but listen, a lot of people say the video made Kim Kardashian's career. Well, the bottom huh, line is I mean, there has to be a lot. I, I mean, what? LeVar did I mean, it not? It, I mean, yeah. it, it, it listen, definitely opened some doors. It certainly you, did, Brady. That's can, a good yes, point. Good. You can kickstart. <laughs> is this thing on? You can yeah. kickstart your career with certain things. The bottom oh, line man. is is how how much can you build TV off of those those opportunities, right? Yeah. Kim could have just a lot of opportunities. Hey, hey, I'll tell you video. what. It's one way to have open mic night. Look at Paris Hilton. Look at Pam Anderson. They didn't do anything with it. You know, there have been people we we brought up. We brought up. That's a good point. Hold on, we, that's right. That we, is a good point. We brought up your boy the other week, the other day, about how many catches he made that were Odell Beckham like that. He could have built his brand to be like Odell Beckham because he's a very eclectic dude. Brandon Lloyd. Oh and yeah, you tell yeah. me. And and he never he never transcended. Like there was a moment in time he could have became a brand, and he never became one. What I'm saying is, is he's done an amazing job of building a brand that has has transcended the game of football. He doesn't have to play another he, down of football. He's also had a lot of people in the media carry his water for him. I mean, like like well, people love to defend Odell Beckham. Jr. I mean, they it's love because it. he created a brand that's defendable. I mean, you got to give him. I mean, you can't be mad at him for that. He's built a brand that some people love him, and they're going to love him intensely. Some people hate him, and they're going to hate him intensely. I mean, that's what he's created. He's polarizing. Is he is saying. a polarizing figure, one hundred percent. The interesting thing about polarizing figures is they tend to be the ones that you know garnish the most, uh, the highest Q score. They tend to get the most reaction from like, that's what you want in the media. That's what you want in branding and marketing. You want people to be able to recognize a figure and feel some sort of emotion. Yeah. Some kind of emotion. Yeah. Right. And, and that's what he brings. And, and I, I guess that in that way, I don't know if it's the, the catch so much. I mean, it's, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to keep this thing on track, yeah, but I really yeah. can't with the Kardashian video yeah, I mean, you compared you it know, to. I'm sorry. Uh, do, you, do you pull I it just up like, reference? I, I just liked comparing the two. Because I just Well, it, it was if a, the catch was what did it for Odell, there's no doubt it was yeah. the video that did it for Kim K. I mean, is that incorrect? No, no, yeah, it's spot on. Okay, I'm yeah, just right. saying I, I all think right. – uh, Because they've, like, they've built billion-dollar – Corporations yeah. yes, out of have. one film. Yeah. Well, it was and, a good film. And Odell, it was a, it was a great Academy film. Academy Award winning film. It was a yeah. great film. Did it I win some awards? I never no. heard. I never saw it. I just heard about it. You never saw it. You never, you <laughs> That's never, such a lie. <laughs> you never saw what? I thought. You, I, I think I've are had. You fri- lying? I think I've had friends around me that've had it up on their, their oh, mobile <laughs> devices at times. Or, but I've never really like that actively. That is such saw, a lie. Yeah, are you gonna lie to everyone right now? It is. But so, how many times have you watched it? I don't know. Now, did they happen to pull? I'm not on, Kanye West. Did they happen to pull it up on your phone also? Um, no. Okay. No, I just wanted to no, make sure. I don't I erase my history. Yeah. You don't. <laughs> All right.
You gotta erase your history. I mean, I'm not sure what video you guys are talking about. I don't know. I don't. All I'm saying is, is that for all those people that said that they don't have any talent, they have talent. It's called making money. Kim K does. Yeah, they know how to make money. Talent. Well, if you watch the video, (laughs) no doubt about it. You know that that's an inaccurate. I only saw the highlights. That's all all I saw. There you go. I mean, just the highlights. I'm just saying. This is a sports talk radio. (laughs) Yeah. And and you know what? And she dated a lot of sports figures, so it was relevant to draw the comparison. I mean, that's all I'm saying. She's got a Super Bowl on on her her resume. Yeah. You know, shots out to to you know Big Noon Show. She's got a she's got a Super Bowl. She's (laughs) she's got the NBA on her resume. I mean, so she's tied in the sports, so she'll appreciate Uh, being a part of the conversation this morning. This is uh, just uh, phenomenal stuff here. Uh, All right. Uh, She's a polarizing figure. Very polarizing. Oh, I hear you, man. Oh, I saw what you did there. Yeah, just uh, now that would be interesting. Yeah, (laughs) certainly would. Hmm. I'll tell you what, who would have thought Sean McVay and his fiance would lead us into this conversation at some point? uh, You know, she was at the batting cages. We have triggered. We have triggered LeVar. Yeah. Sean McVay, man. He's like my new hero. <laughs> I thought it was Cliff right. Kingsbury, but it's not. It's now Sean McVay. Oh, man. Oh, he's the best. By a good mile. It's uh, two <laughs> pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up next, uh, there is uh, a, some bad news. Uh, if you were a big fan of this quarterback that everybody was telling you was going to be the next big thing in the NFL, this is some bad news. We'll get into it for you next year on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Oh, man. Two Pros and a uh, Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. What a Radio. nice song. LeVar <laughs> Arrington, Brady, Brady, Brady Quinn, Quinn Jonas By, by popular demand, Berto has served him up the yeah. Marvin Gaye, uh, the, the healing we, song. Yeah, we, we could all use a little healing sometimes. Uh, mm. 100%. Hey, Pac-Man. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Pac-Man definitely needed some healing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pa- Pac-Man walked in on a crime scene. <laughs> and, and, no, and, and, <laughs> in fact, his girlfriend was doing you, a great man? deed. And she, she, was. Was, she was serving up some Marvin Gaye um, healing to, to the people that walked out. Sharing is caring. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Um, Look at me, Pac-Man. <laughs> I'm a healer. Me too, man. Uh, but, so, I'm a healer. We are going to get into uh, this uh, this situation at quarterback. There was uh, the next big thing in the NFL, and it's not gone well. We'll have the latest on that. Brady, we wanted oh, to ask you this. Gosh. We were talking about this during the break. Oh, yeah? Um, just randomly, and I don't remember how this uh, got brought up. But oh, well, Pat- because I showed you a picture of, of so, three Navar- generations of sticks. Yeah. So there was me. There's Navarro, and then there's Micah Parsons, and then we started talking about the knee injury. Yeah, Navarro to, to Bowman's Navarro. knee injury, which is a really bad which one, which led you to Patrick Willis retiring early, which wasn't that early, but in in the grand annals of it, I mean, it is early. Is Patrick Willis a Hall of Famer? Yes. Okay. Only played seven and a half years. Um, five time like all five pro. Time all pro? Yeah, yeah, five he, time he, all he pro. Was, he's a Hall he, of Famer. He's like Baselli. He was literally the best player at his position for almost the entirety of his career. Mm. And he walked away at 29 years old. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, good for him. Yeah. No, he's, uh, and he's at- happy. You know, I've talked to, to Pat a few times because um, we're both in the cooking 
He loves to cook, so we were talking about, you know, I don't know where you went with that. I'm just saying, so, like, uh, here's the thing is, like, guys I played with, you know, you'll keep in touch, see how the family's out there doing that sort of thing, but I'm never like, hey, man, um, I was thinking about baking some, like, banana bread. Got any good recipes for me? Like, yeah. like, like, like I've never ventured into, like, that conversation with a former know. teammate. It's like, it's like certain things you're just real competitive about. And it's Wait, like, so you're competing with them about that? Yeah. Oh, we, it's not even like sharing recipes or asking advice. You're like, no, we share no. recipes. It's it's a thing, though. Like it's, my crumb cake's better than yours, a hole. It's a thing. <laughs> it's kind of like a thing. You know, you're still competing. It's like, man, I made a broil of a fish, crab, you know, clam boiled. It's like, oh man, like you know, how'd what, you do that? When are you, you and, do? When are you and Birdo gonna have a cook off and uh, we Tequio. get to decide who wins? Sticks versus Birdo. This is what I will say. I'm really good at cooking food, bro. Okay. I'm just I mean, really like I'm really good at it. Like I I just did. I just did the whole layout for us for and and and, and Trish. Hey, you're, you're trying to say you're bad as good is what you're trying to say. I'm bad as hell on that microphone. Uh, but I'm saying you're bad yes, as good as in good. Are yeah. you better than Roberto? I don't. I don't like to talk trash about being better it, when it, I've not seen what he it, does. Th- this is the this is the argument for Roberto. He's got a feature on the Ben Maller show called Cooking with Roberto, and it's very popular. Okay, and I'm and I'm just saying I don't know that you have a lot of cooking segments uh, on Fox Sports Radio. I don't need cooking segments. Right. I do this thing. That's okay. all I'm gonna tell you. Right. I, I mean, do this. I mean, Roberto, who do you think's a better cook, you or Lavar? I don't know. Come on, Roberto. I don't know. All right, yeah, Lavar, it looks got, like Lavar gets down, man. Well, what about Chili Killies? Who's better? Oh, Chili Killies, I'll, I'll, I'll kill him in that. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, I mean, maybe we'll, uh, you know, we can compare carne asadas. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that. I don't think you want that smoke. Not with Roberto. Okay. From what I've seen. All right. All right. I'm Here just saying. And that'll conclude. I'll our... come into your. I'll come into your playground with nah. my toys. How oh, about that? Wow. Okay. Because we're is... not even going to go to fried chicken or fish <laughs> for certain. Because I will smash you. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean it means exactly what it <laughs> means. <laughs> if I can't beat Berto in making fried chicken, I will hang up my cooking cap. Oh man! <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> Unbelievable! Racist. All right, it is uh, two pros. I'm just saying. Joe, Fox Sports Radio, Lamar that, that ain't racist. That's just true. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. All right, so uh, <laughs> Brady got quiet as hell. Brady is like, no. I mean, I, I, I don't. I'm not really. Like, you instigated I will, it. No, I will put some stuff together, like to cook, but okay. I'm not like. Get, my, my wife would, you know, beat me hands down. It's not even a competition. Mm. Like that's how that's how good she. What is. about so chicken parm, Alicia or uh, Lavar? <laughs> well, hold on. I got in trouble for putting American cheese. Which was it was actually Ooh. Mexican yeah, shredded. It was actually, it, yeah, it's but um, I you got put, a, I got in trouble for putting a, what was they put as American cheese in my noodles, you know, to go with my chicken parm. I, yeah. I got in trouble. Like that's where I'm at in my cooking, you know, career in terms of socially. Like I do get judged based upon. You should be judged for that. You, you, put, you, you put cheese in your noodles? Yeah, like, cause, when I, cause, like what? I baked it. Because crapping your pants three times wasn't enough? You needed four I just or five? Like the, I just like the extra flavor of it now, in, in wait, the noodles. So, 
Jonas, why would he crap his pants? Is that because the dairy that he's lactose intolerant? Yeah, there's yeah. a lot going on there, man. But aren't you lactose intolerant, Jonas? Uh, at times. I've been yeah. known to at be. At times? Uh, well, yeah. that's not like a you pick and choose, is it? So I yeah. used to love uh, Honey Nut Cheerios. And, oh, um, I did, They're too. good. Like, yeah. uh, They're strangely simple, sh- but yeah. so good. Yeah, you're ten, right. 10, 12 years ago, I had a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios, and... Um, <laughs> Uh, count to 30, and uh, it was out of there. One of my socks changed colors. Oh, wow. And, um, I'm just, <laughs> that is horrible. You <laughs> <laughs> just uh, continue to recycle that. The fact joke. that it made it down <laughs> that far on your leg, you, the, on your leg I just, I'm, just I, I'm repulsed. Oh, <laughs> uh, well done. <laughs> Yeah, I swear to God, man. And I I loved cereal growing up. Like, it was like my favorite thing. And and I've never had it since. I accepted the challenge. It was Fruity Pebbles. I was terrified. I've never had it since. It's like getting bit by a dog when you're younger and you're like, oh my God, stay away. You hear barking and you freak out. If I see cereal in the supermarket, my stomach starts to turn. I mean, what was your reaction after everything happened and your sock was a different color? Simple thing, like what every kid eats when they're young. You know, you can't even me. look at destroyed yeah. me. But that's Jonas. It just destroyed me. I, I have that's no idea Jonas. why. I still Jonas can't figure it out. Says it out for General Mills. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's nothing Mills. against him, man. I mean, yeah. you na- look back in the Actually, day. Actually, the cereal was fine. It was the milk that you had. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Like it, it was something did not hit right, well, and you it told didn't the take story long. Like it was lactose intolerant. I don't like, come on. I, like get your no, story straight. No, but I don't think it's. I don't know if it's that because I can have pizza. I can have. Can we test this theory? Can we? I don't. I can't. Cashew I milk. I, I think we need to do it, and I think we need to do it on live, <laughs> live like, radio. Yes, I yeah. can't. I honestly I can't. Like, I, I would witness this. I, I need to witness this. Because stop if, being a big sissy, if, bro. If you were to bring in, because if I had, uh, like, right now it's four thirty in the morning out here in L.A. I would if, love if I had, to see your reaction. If I had a bowl of honey nut Cheerios, and we get to go to wherever you go once you eat it, you if, cannot right. go to it to <laughs> a safe place. If, if I had, there it, is no safe by four forty-five. I'm wringing out my sweatpants in the street. Ugh. I'm telling you right now, it's Ugh. it's a, a horrible idea. I, I, and I mean that. Seriously, it's not good. First off, uh, can we go back to Lavar's comments. No safe Lavar, I am not following him in the bathroom. Yes, that's where we, you think we will going. have someone follow him in the bathroom. <laughs> we will have someone on on every site location, possibly that we could think of that Jonas would try to to evacuate. I, I'll, to. I'll tell you this right now: you give me a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios, and they will bring back the mask mandate in California. Oh. I, I can assure you, the mask mandate will be back in yeah. California if that happens. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Uh, all right. Uh, all righty, then. Are we on the air? Two pros and a cup of joe. <laughs> right. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Who Arrington, Brady, Honey Nut Jonas Cheerios, uh, I don't, It just ruined me. <laughs> Honey uh, Nut Cheerios. I, and I loved it, man. Uh, Golden Grams. I loved yeah, Golden, Golden Grams. Grams. Yeah, so great. I, I, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm don't terrified. Absolutely terrified yeah. of it. All of it. All right. Uh, coming up Captain next. Captain Crunch um, with the Crunch oh, Berries. Love yes. It. Come on, man. Love yeah. it. Yeah, bro. Uh, Top five. We Really? Oh, yeah. Captain Crunch with the Crunch Berries? Top five? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. What about just regular that, Captain Crunch? No, yeah, you gotta have the crunch berries. Uh, Need the berries. Yeah, you gotta have the berries. Yeah, there, there's peanut like butter berries. The now. peanut butter ones was pretty dope. Yeah, too, I think that's what I meant. The still, peanut butter it ones. It still didn't hit like the crunch berry dips. What though. about cornflakes? Yeah. Do you like cornflakes as a kid? No. Wheaties? You don't like <laughs> Hell Wheaties? No. Oh, really? my, that's all I could eat. Yeah. My dad, yeah. oh, no. 
We had Total and Product 19. That was like, oh, my God. <laughs> no. I yeah, swear to God. Did. It was like Tom Renovich. Yeah, yeah. That was like sugar. <laughs> I'll put a little sugar on it, but that's all on. you get. Oh, yeah. That's Tom. like the whack-ass approach to Frosted <laughs> Flakes. It's like, yeah. ah, you got Special J. What about Grape Nuts? Do you have Grape Nuts? Remember those? Fruit fiber? Like, no. Yeah. Can you imagine Jonas trying Raisin Bran? I used to love it. Used to cannot, Raisin Bran won't even attempt it. Won't even attempt it anymore. Then Raisin happened? Bran was not bad. Ra- I, see, I didn't have the issue with Raisin Bran, but after the Cheerios incident, I've never gone back, so I wouldn't know. It's over. <laughs> that is. I, I'm not doing it again, man. Like you burn your hand on a stove, you stay away. I'm not doing it. You again. know the I ones I couldn't stand. That little bee freaks that you were out. That horrible. <laughs> and I'm allergic smacks. to and I'm allergic to bees too. Y'all remember How about that? smacks? Yeah. Oh yeah. I couldn't stand it. I couldn't really? stand Why? snacks. I just couldn't stand it. <laughs> I didn't think that that and and milk were a good mix. I just didn't. Remember the sound it would make? I don't know. I don't. I don't. Isn't that, that, that the that, one you pour the milk in? And it would, you would hear like the 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 snap. That's Rice that. Krispies. No, yeah, Rice, Rice Krispies, Krispies with a snack crack oh, will pop. I yeah. get that. You're thinking of Puffs. Are you thinking of Puffs? No, no. Smacks. I feel like made a sound too when you poured the milk in. I don't remember. There was. I mean, they did a whole commercial about the sound. The one. The, the one cereal made It's like the little boy did it. And, and, and which, by the way, commercials getting you to eat cereal. Why did Mikey have to be the one that, like, Mikey will eat it? Like, do you ever think about the fact that they branded their cereal as, like, Mikey will eat the cereal? Like, that's gross. Like, their <laughs> their their cereal was gross, and they're like, Mikey will eat it, though. And then Mikey eats it, and it's like, it's good. It's really good. Like, no, the hell it isn't good. Yeah. But Mikey tried to convince us that. And I don't remember what cereal that was that Mikey was eating. But Peer pressure, man. Yeah. It was a powerful thing. It was not good. It's, uh, I don't know. It's good I'm going to find out, though. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. All right, so we've got a situation in the NFL involving a uh, quarterback. It's not a good one. We're going to get into that next year on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, a man uh, who knows as much about cereal as he does sports talk radio, the one and only Eddie Garcia. How about that, Eddie? I believe it was life cereal. It was like oh, life. Oh, it was cool. It I was liked life. Life was good. It was life. Life's a good cereal. Quaker Oat. No, it's not. <laughs> hey, Eddie, uh, what was your favorite cereal as a kid since we're on the topic? Uh, I was a big Apple Jacks fan. Apple uh, Jacks oh, is a yeah. winner. Oh, that's, that's a, a winner. Yeah. That's a solid one. A is for Apple. The milk was amazing. What about yeah. you, Lee? Lee, what's your favorite cereal? <laughs> uh, Frosted Flakes. Okay. Yeah, there's nothing okay. wrong with Frosted Tony the Flakes. Hey, Birdo? Yeah. Birdo, what do we got? Captain Crunch, baby. Yeah. Cinnamon yeah. yeah. Toast Crunch. Yeah. 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 The yeah. milk yeah. afterwards. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But Lavar is right. The, the 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 kid said, "Give it to Mikey; he'll eat anything." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what, the, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that if, was the if, entire advertising. If he'll yeah. eat anything, yeah. then is it really that good? Yeah, he's a DeLorean <laughs> off Back to the Future. Just feed him garbage, right. and uh, a, he works fine. And then Honey Smacks look like brains. They look like little shriveled up brains. <laughs> and I, yeah, I, I don't know. And then you put them in milk, and it's like swimming, <laughs> swimming little brains. Mm. There you go. What kind, of, what kind of cereal do you think Kyler Murray likes? Ooh. Lucky Charms? 
Oh my God! What that a pool! Is, what? That is what a racist! Pool. I mean, wait, 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 how is that racist? That's not racist. Against leprechauns? Oh, it's not. Well, that is true. Hey, Bernie, yeah, what are you trying to say? We're there. gonna let this slide. Come on. Racist. I'm just Saint, saying. St. Patty's right Day, there, right around e. the corner, and Eddie's got to take a shot like that. That's <laughs> that, unbelievable. Got, he makes a valid point there. I mean, God. Uh, all right. They're magically delicious. They are magically wow. delicious. Uh, unbelievable. Hey, look, Kyler Murray's Sorry, in the Brady. news. Everybody, uh, <laughs> Kyler Murray releasing a statement. Following a report. That, I like my Lucky Charms dry. <laughs> Ooh, look at that. So, so does uh, Jonas, okay. by the way. Uh, but there was a report uh, that some of the Cardinals organization called Kyler Murray selfish and a finger pointer. He uh, responded on Instagram saying, in part, all of this nonsense is not what I'm about, never has been, never will be, end quote. Murray recently removed all connection to the Arizona Cardinals from his social media accounts, and he is heading into the final year of his rookie contract. Arizona has until May 2nd to pick up his fifth-year option. In the NBA, we had the Clippers beating the Warriors 119-104. to Golden State does have the second-best record in the NBA at 42-16, and but nine of their 16 losses have come in the year 2020. Uh, the Bulls beat the Spurs 122-109. DeMar DeRozan, 40 points for Chicago. They move a half game back in Miami for the top record in the East. Jazz won their sixth straight, beating the Rockets 135-101. Nuggets over the Magic 121-111. Trailblazers beat the Bucks in Milwaukee 122-107. And the Nets snapped that six-game losing skid, beating the Kings 109-85. Top 25 college basketball, just one ranked team in action. That was number six, Kansas, who won at home against Oklahoma State 76-60. At the Winter Olympics in Beijing, uh, Americans winning bronze medals. Megan Nick took bronze in the aerials. It's when the, they wear skis and they jump off a ramp and they flip around and stuff. And then uh, the U.S. men took bronze in the speed skating team pursuit, which I don't really understand. It's like three guys on ice and they're all skating together. And then I, I'm not really sure. But anyway, uh, the U.S. took bronze <laughs> in that event as well. Very confusing, some of these uh, Winter Olympic uh, games that are going on. Anyway, uh, back to Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox in the Fox Sports Radio studios. Thank you, Eddie. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. Uh, coming up next here, there is a bad, bad situation at quarterback for somebody in the NFL. A lot of hype around this guy, and it's not going well. We'll get into that for you next year on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. <laughs> you got problems, man. It's, uh, it was a beautiful day. Oh, man. You got to let Tom Petty breathe, bruh. That's what my man Chad Dukes used to hit me with. He's like, when, whenever Tom Petty comes on, you got to let him breathe. Yeah, well... Uh, yeah. Hard to breathe when you smoke as much pot as he did. Well, uh, I mean, I'm just saying. It's uh, two pros and a he cup of Joe. He was chasing down Fox a dream, brother. That's true. Yeah, man. Fair point. 
Yeah. Fair point. Uh, all right. Uh, top of next hour, we're going to get back into the uh, big-time rumor out there on a potential departure for the Super Bowl champions. We'll have that for oh, you here uh, a little over uh, 10 minutes from now. It uh, has dominated this show. It, it has for multiple reasons. Yes. Talk about, talk about a topic tree, one, you know? That's, one reason in particular. Yes, that's very true. <laughs> Your screen hasn't moved. Um, it, it certainly has not changed. Not I mean, one time. I'm not going to. Well, I'll, I'll wait till we get there. Uh, okay. Yeah, right. uh, you know, some dumbbell right. fly, dumbbell flies. It looks like. Uh, oh, okay. All right. So, um, oh, absolutely. There's. Uh, there's the uh, the Carson Wentz uh, run in Indianapolis, oh, oh, which okay. <laughs> appears right. to be uh, seems like such well, a corny transition to a different topic. Well, but let's do it. Um, Carson Wentz. Uh, this is uh, Chris Mortensen who reported this uh, over the weekend uh, that the Colts will probably trade yep. or release we don't want Carson Wentz by March 18th, uh, when a chunk of his salary is due for the next season. Uh, so it appears that we are looking at a uh, a one and done for Carson Wentz who uh, the Indianapolis Colts gave up a first-round pick, another that turned into, what, a second-round pick uh, based on the amount of time that he played. Um, and all of this after they finish off a season on the road at a clown-out in Jacksonville when they get walloped by the Jags and end up missing the playoffs. You talk about a swing and a miss. What a disaster this Carson Wentz uh, Indianapolis marriage turned into. This is terrible. Can, can I defend Carson Wentz for a second? Yes. Boo. He he came in. Do it. <laughs> Just do, boo do it. I don't even know. He did boo you. <laughs> You're a boo child. You. <laughs> He's just a child. He I did am. boo you. I am. He, he goes to a new team, and I'll always say this. I mean, and, and maybe even Lavar, you would say, hey, like even in our rush lanes, even in our games and stunts, maybe even run fits. Like there's a certain time period where it it takes some time to develop that chemistry, right? Um, it's like that with wide receivers and tight ends and, and, and guys you're throwing to. And uh, kind of understanding their, their capabilities, where they like the ball to be, you know, where their, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are. There, there's a chemistry. There's a, there's a time frame to all that. I don't think he really had enough time to get it down with a lot of the guys. And, and on top of that, it is a new system. Now, I look, I know he's been with Frank Reich before. But I had an instance in my career where you know, I was with an offensive coordinator twice, and Brian Dable, the, the, the initial first offense that he laid out when he first started calling plays in Cleveland is light years different than what he's doing now with the New York Giants as their head coach, but even before that with the Buffalo Bills. Two completely different systems. And, and it was even different in Kansas City. It was like, like a blend of some West Coast in there as well and some other things, so... You know they they grow and change and it's 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 a different system for him. And he was coming in off an injury, like we tend to forget, as, as Jonas liked to point out the entire time, Quentin Nelson, who's one of the toughest guys in the league, since he put pressure on Wentz, saying that yeah he, he's coming back, he's not going to miss any time. Wentz had to come back, and I don't know that he was a hundred percent, and he probably wasn't throughout a good portion of the season. So I feel like this. Look, you already invested in for a year you might as well invest for another year. I don't feel like they're in a great position to grab a quarterback to replace them. Maybe they know something we don't know. Maybe they know they can get a veteran QB that they feel like is better than Wentz. But at this point, I think you're better off paying him and seeing what you have in a second year and then moving on after the season. I just I don't understand the point of moving on from now. You think it's Chris Ballard or Jim Irsay making this call? 
this feels probably like probably Ursay. Like, if if it's all about the whole resistance to getting vaccinated and, and all of that, I mean it's it's a little it's a little hindsight's twenty twenty. I mean the reality is there you're you're venturing into a world where everyone I've talked to has said that the protocols and all that will go away next year. So Ursay's basically putting his foot down, doesn't want to pay him. And the truth is, is all the stuff that he might have been concerned by isn't going to be an issue next year. Yeah, but the damage, man, Brady, you know how these guys are, man. Like they're very touch sensitive and and they are very protective over their feelings sometimes. And and once their feelings get hurt, it doesn't matter if it's hindsight or if it's it's foresight. It doesn't matter. They do not want to deal with people that turn them off. And I do think that that the whole vaccinations thing and how that became a topic of conversation that probably in Ursay's estimation did not need to be a part of what they had going on. I mean, the one thing that a, a, I guess a front office person, an owner will do when their team isn't successful is what? Find the best excuse as to why it happened and the best excuse or reasoning as to what the solution is going to be moving forward. He's a sacrificial lamb. You got I always tell yeah. everybody, you gotta sell hope when you're a pro football team. When you're when you're, or you're a pro team, you have to sell hope because hope sells. And that's whatever it is, they're selling tickets, whatever, you gotta sell hope. This was a team that grossly underperformed. And if I'm going to pinpoint anything or anyone as the reason why they did, the easiest scapegoat in this situation is Carson Wentz. The new guy. I mean, the guy that underperformed. The new guy. Well, I'm just saying, like, he was... uh, The The new guy. The most disposable of all of them. He was supposed to be, what, similar to the the Matt Stafford-Jared Goff swap and and bringing in a new quarterback. Well, you know, this is where we need to make an upgrade. And and I just... I go back to this. Had Phillip Rivers not retired, is Carson Wentz in Indianapolis Colts? No. 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 It's Rivers. And so so I just, I mean... But is he a Philadelphia Eagle? Probably not. So then the question is, what is he? Uh, well, Brady said it after the season finale. Uh, He's don't no, say this. no, but you see, don't put it on me. No, you're 100 percent correct. You said his time as a franchise quarterback is over. That's that's fair. He and, got one more shot at it and he missed horribly. Yeah, maybe not his fault, but he missed. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.